This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Yankees scored three times in the top of the 10th inning and went on to beat the Reds Saturday afternoon at Great American Ballpark. Final score 7-4. to Aaron Judge, who was on base five times, drove home the go-ahead run in the 10th inning with a single, but the big blow is an Anthony Rizzo two-run homer to right field off Ian Jabot. Cincinnati scored in the first, again in the third. Luke Maley hit a two-run homer in the fourth with two outs, but after the fourth inning, Cincinnati only put two more runners on base the rest of the game, not including the ghost runner in the tenth inning. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thraw and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, Cowboy, this was this was a tough ball game, really, any way you slice it. Uh, for the Reds. They, they jump out to that 4-1 lead early, and you feel pretty good, but then, boom, the Yankees come right back. It stayed 4-4 until the eventual Yankee rally in the 10th inning, and again, uh, it was that combination of Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo, especially there in the 10th inning. Yeah, I, I think any time that you, you have a hitter that's on base, every single time he comes to the plate in the heart of the order, makes everybody else good around him, and I think for when you have Aaron Judge hitting in that two spot, uh, that's a crucial spot, especially when he's swinging the bat as hot as he is right now. Now an eight-game hitting streak. It just allows Rizzo to kind of relax a little bit and just play ball. He he knows things are going to happen good for him, and he connected again on a two-run home run there in the 10th inning. And even though that may not be the total difference in the game, it took the air out of the Cincinnati Reds. As far as Luke Weaver today, he goes four and a third innings, four runs, eight hits. What did you make of his start? I, I, thought he, I thought he threw the ball awfully well until he got to the fifth. And I think at that point, things started to kind of move away from him a little bit. And uh, every pitcher has this. I, I don't care how long you've played. When you start to feel like, okay, the, my pitches aren't doing exactly what I want them to do, and instead of, kind of riding with that you start trying to force things and when you force things the ball begins to elevate and when it elevates you get hammered tough one for the reds today they've now lost three in a row and five of six but they will try to right the ship tomorrow as the reds wrap up the series they've got hunter green going to the mound luis severino for the yankees yet back to you thanks tommy back with highlights right after this Reds lost to the Yankees Saturday afternoon at Great American Ballpark in 10 innings, 7-4, and now to the highlights. Luke Weaver started the game for Cincinnati. He pitched a scoreless first, but it wasn't easy. Glaber Torres singled to begin the game. Aaron Judge then singled to left on a ball that Nick Senzel probably should have caught, but Anthony Rizzo grounded into a double play, and Weaver caught LeMayu looking to end the inning. The Reds came to the plate in the bottom of the first against Yankee starter Johnny Brito. With one out, Matt McClain drew a walk. He moved to second on a balk by Brito, and then left fielder Jake Fraley got Cincinnati on the board. Fraley has hits in seven of his last nine games. As Cowboy mentioned the 31 RBI certainly jump off the page at you. He's hitting at a 277 clip with five homers. 
The 2-1 pitch. And Fraley swings and he softly lines it into center field for a hit. Here comes McLean around third of the red strike first. It's one to nothing. Weaver pitched a 1-2-3 second for the Reds, but the Yankees tied it up in the third with one out. Ben Rortvet doubled to left, then with two down, Aaron Judge got the run home. Into left field his first time up. He hit it just to the left of Senzel. And the ball was hit so hard, Senzel just kind of waved at it. And this one smoked to left field. It is over the head of Fraley off the base of the wall. The run will score. And that will be a one-one ball game, a single for Aaron Judge. He's two for two, but he's on the board in the RBI department. The Reds retook the lead in the bottom of the third, and it all started with two outs. After Brito retired Barrero and Maley, he then proceeded to walk three straight batters to load the bases. Spencer Steer was next up. So it's a no-ball, one-strike count. Brito turns it loose. And it's on the ground left side. Backhanded shortstop. He's not going to get Fraley. Volpe went to second, and the Reds have a 2-1 lead. The Reds then added to their lead in the fourth, and again, it all started with two outs. Jose Barrera started the rally with an infield single. That brought catcher and number nine hitter Luke Maley to the plate. Right-hander comes set. Guerrero, an even bigger lead, not going. The 2-1 pitch, and this ball is cranked to left field and deep, and it is long gone. Luke Maley drives it out of here to left center field, a two-run shot, and the Reds lead it 4-1. The Yankees then tied the game in the top of the fifth. With one out, it was Isaiah Kiner-Falefa's turn. The pitch, and this ball's cranked high, and there's one very deep to left field. Back is Fraley, looks up at the wall, it is gone. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa drives one out of here to left, his second home run of the year. It is four to two Reds. Ben Rortvet then singled, as did Torres. That brought Aaron Judge back to the plate. Two balls, one strike on Judge. Look back at second, Weaver's pitch. And Judge yanks it to left field, well hit on a line, and that is going to one-hop the wall. Fraley will play it off the fence, one run is home. Around to third base and holding is Torres. Judge into second with his third hit of the game. And the Reds' lead, which was three when the inning started, is down to one. That was it for Luke Weaver. Alex Young came on to face Anthony Rizzo, and Rizzo pulled the Yankees even. He may not get a hit on the lefty-on-lefty matchup, but he wants to get the ball in the air to tie the game. And he gets it in the air, lining one to right field that falls in front of Myers. A run will score. Judge getting waved around. India's relay throw to the plate. Got him. Judge out by a mile. Luis Rojas waving Judge around, and that was not close. In fact, Myers' throw was coming in towards second. I think that's the reason that Rojas made the wave when he saw Myers come up flat-footed. Now, he did hit. India with the ball, but he didn't throw the ball to the cutoff man, Steer, who was lined up for home plate. He threw the ball back towards second. And India with a quick reaction and a snap throw to the plate. That's the only reason they got Judge. 
And that's on Jonathan India. Reds went out in order in the fifth and again in the sixth. Jonathan India doubled with one out in the seventh, but he was stranded. Then they went out in order again in the eighth inning. After they scored in the fifth inning, the Yankees, that is, Buck Farmer pitched a perfect six. Farmer got the first two outs of the seventh. Lucas Sims came on and walked Aaron Judge, but he got the final out without a run scoring. He then pitched a one, two, three, eighth. Alexis Diaz sent the Yankees down in order in the ninth inning. Luke Maley walked with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, but Jonathan India struck out to end that inning, so we go to extra innings. Ian Jabot was on the mound for Cincinnati. Greg Allen was the runner on second base for New York. Glaber Torres flew out the right field, but it was deep enough to move Allen the third. That brought Aaron Judge back to the plate. No ball, two strike count. Judge trying to get the ball in the air. Jabot trying to get a strikeout. Line drive off the tip of the glove of Sinzel in the left. And that is the fifth time today that Aaron Judge has been aboard, and it's now a 5-4 Yankee lead. That gave New York the lead, but the big hit came next. That was off the bat of Anthony Rizzo. Here's Anthony Rizzo, who homered off of Jabot last night, a two-run shot. And he hits this one high and deep, and that is gone. For the second consecutive ball game, Anthony Rizzo hits a two-run home run off G Ian Jabot, and it's now a 7-4 Yankee lead here in the top of the 10th. Oh, my goodness. Ryan Weber came on the pitch the bottom of the 10th. For New York, he set the Reds down in order. And that was that. Reds lose 7-4. Here are the totals. Four New York, seven runs, 13 hits, no errors, six left. For Cincinnati, four runs, five hits, no errors. They stranded seven. Holmes, the winner, 2-2. Two and two. Jabot, the loser, 3-1. and one. Weber saved number one. Home runs in the game. Kiner Falefa, number two. Rizzo, number 11 for New York. Maley, number three for Cincinnati. Two hours, 59 minutes. 41,374, a sellout at Great American Ballpark. Sunday morning, it's game three of the three-game series. Hunter Green goes to the mound for the Reds. He's 0-3 with a 4.60 ERA. Right-hander Luis Severino will make his 2023 debut for the Yankees. We're on the air with the pregame show at 11.05. First pitch is scheduled for 11.35. And once again, the final score on Saturday evening, the Yankees beat the Reds in 10 innings, 7-4. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.